to the Turtle Club. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. We're here, everybody. It's the Turtle Club, everybody. It's the Turtle Club. Hey, buddies, it's the Turtle Club. Why are you talking to me? Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. It's the Turtle Club. Eli, what is with you peeking the fucking mic every two seconds? (laughs) Did it peek again? (laughs) I didn't even need the fucking air horn this time. Oh, my God. He blew my ears (laughs) out on my end. <laughs> all right, all right. Welcome to the Turtle Club. Uh, my name's Eli. Welcome I've seen the, the Master Club. Disguise a total of 61 times. Boom. Oh, damn. My name is, uh, it's your boy, Dave. I've seen uh, seen the Master Disguise 44 times. Uh, this is Michael. I've seen the Master Disguise 89 times. How, oh, 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 what was that? What was that? How, how much? 89. 89. <laughs> yeah, boy. And we have a much. guest, everybody. Uh, Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. My name's Chris. Um, I tried really hard to beat Dave this month in watches, <laughs> and I mean really hard, but I hit kind of a mental health wall. So my name is Chris, and I have seen the Master of Disguise thirty-five times in the year of twenty twenty-two. Wow. Damn, Jesus just short, Christ. just short. You know what's embarrassing though? You know what's embarrassing? Dave is not even like you're super close to Dave. Like that's like yeah. My goal that's was fifty-five. My that's goal was fifty-five. That's uh, that's truly embarrassing for month? Dave. Dave, you you're on those you're you're slacking, buddy boy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's some know. bullshit. See, look, um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not trying to oversaturate myself so I can only uh, appreciate the peak levels of comedy that is gaming on ice. So I um. Uh, uh. So last month, uh, we had Sydney on, and it was. Uh, we had a nice intellectual conversation. It was wonderful. It was good. Smarter and Michael did. did some shit talking on Chris here. Yep. I did. I did shit talking on a lot of people last episode. Yeah. Last <laughs> yeah, last episode, Michael honestly. was feeling sassy. And uh, I, I think Chris is gonna deliver on uh, all these promises. He he said some things to us that are wonderful, which is perfect because honestly, this is the least prepared I have been for one of these episodes. Easily, let's Easily. go. I, I just like I don't know too. if it's just like the time of year it is where I am just like losing my enthusiasm for Master of Disguise. Like I thought I had lost it. But, like, anger and hatred and, like, melancholy, those are emotions. I feel nothing about Master yeah. of Disguise anymore. Yeah, you'll hit that I, Like, genuinely, yeah. it's just become kind of a part of my life now. It's, it's like, yeah. as normal as breathing. Yep. It's just like, yeah, See, I watch Master of uh, Disguise a so few Chris, times. So, Chris, do you, before we get into notes, Chris, do you have anything you want to say to my uh, attacks against your character? Or um, how did it feel when I said that? Like, I'm, I'm just curious what your thought process is. I was actually really pumped. So last episode while I was listening to it, before you even said anything, a lot of my notes came up in the episode from like a lot of different people, especially Sydney. So um, I'll give you dates of what 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 days the notes came up. I have them all dated. So I I felt a little hurt. That, that you thought I was going to be chaotic. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be chaotic, but I'm going to bring a level of intelligence that you guys haven't even fathomed yet. 
I'm Chris, so excited. I, I just want to, Chris, you make some of the dumbest music I've ever heard in my life. I don't know. Hey, do. hey, 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 hey. Wow, wow, wow. So like, okay. I feel like I feel like my <laughs> I feel like my opinion was pretty valid, like valid. Very. You know? So yeah, to to speak on that a little bit, Michael, um, that is what we call in the business a character. Oh, so I'm playing, yeah. I'm playing a character. Not, he's breaking kayfabe a little bit here. Yeah, okay. I'm not I supposed to talk of him. No, I no. You were an Amish man who broke out of that society. No, we're two be, completely. Okay. Yeah, we're different people. I'm oh. actually. I'm Big Amish's um, manager. So oh. I manage him. We're different people. Big Amish, the, the, the rapping Amishman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. It, it, Are you saying beautiful you, stuff. You, you've mastered the disguise of. Pretending to be big on it. I'm just gonna say that I'm a master of master of disguises. Yeah. So That's before we get into the, the fucking dumbass note shit, um, uh, okay, quick, uh, quick update from the main host here. Uh, how we doing? Um, um, you know what? Pretty good, actually. Oh, shut up. Like, actually, pretty good. Um. I, I will admit that uh, I, I kind of felt at the beginning of the month the exact same emotions that you were going through, because like you know like last last month I'm like yeah I'm doing all right things are going all okay, and then I started watching it kind of getting back in the routine of watching it again and again, and then like I I, I sort of started to like dip pretty low, I got to this point where it was like like I was watching the Master of Disguise. And I noticed that, like, I had spent so much time on my phone that I had already missed the first half of the movie, and I'm at the Turtle Club scene. And I went, you know what? I can't do this. Put my phone down, I slid it across the table, I rewound the tape, and uh, I started over. And it was it was weird doing that because I I I thought I thought I had to like force myself to sit here and watch this and. Instead, I got this kind of, like, renewed enjoyment again. Like, I, I'm, I'm back to kind of, like, I'm back to kind of having a decent time watching this movie. Yeah. Um, I, okay, so, I, so that, um, th- that, that's, uh, I, I, I can sort of relate to that on some level, because I, when I tripped balls a couple months ago and watched it three times in a row, <laughs> I felt like, sort of like, I had a new start with the movie, I felt like we had come to understand each other a little bit better. But honestly, yeah. that did not last long for me because, like, I I hate it. This is this is stupid. This is fucking. I hate this so much. Like, it's because uh, I hate yeah. that. I hate the fact about myself that I do this for a podcast. It's awful. Like that feeling where Michael gets embarrassed about it. I'm starting to get it a little bit more. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> From some minor fault of my own, some uh, co-workers found out about this little escapade of ours. Ooh, they don't know about the podcast, but they know about me watching it all the time. Um, really? And uh, they think I like it, and they can't seem to understand why I would be doing this if I didn't like it. <laughs> and I, mean, I think do you not? I've been thinking about finding a new job, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> they think you like the movie. Yeah, That's like, why you're watching it 90 okay. times. All right. so how it happened? <laughs> 89. I was going to save this for my notes, but I guess I need to bring it up now. Um, someone at work said turtle uh, <laughs> in context for something. And we were all just like hanging out. 
in the break room, and uh, I started just like quoting that scene, and uh, oh, they were like, "Why do you know that scene?" And I couldn't. I, I just admitted it. Wow! But oh, you didn't boy. admit the part about the podcast. No, that's so embarrassing. I'm a fucking white twenty-four-year-old. I can't. I, no, I think it might even be worse to tell them that you've watched it ninety times for mm. no reason. Mm, Eighty-nine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I genuinely think that that is weirder. Like, if someone told me that it was for a podcast, at least there's a reason there. But if someone's just like, "Oh yeah, I watched it eighty-nine times this year just because," like that. That I that's crazy. <laughs> I said okay. What? Fuck you. No. Okay. It's not because I said it was for a challenge by friends, and we bet each other to see who would watch it the most. So that's wow. better than a podcast. What a, a cop out. That's better than a podcast, right? I don't uh, know. I, I guess so. Chris, I guess right, so. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, it's valid. Well, yeah, I get it. It's still crazy it, behavior. If you tell them Honestly. that there's a podcast, then there's proof. Right. And I do not need my fucking co-workers <laughs> listening to me like this. I have a very curated image at work. It's not going to get tampered by the Master of Disguise, <laughs> the Turtle Club podcast, okay? No, that makes sense. So, Michael, how are you feeling about the movie? You're the one who's watched it the most by far. Yeah, Pretty good, right? It's just kind of, just kind of a thing. No, like... what. Like what I was saying earlier, it's just become routine at this point. I've been like yeah. this for a while. I've really had no uh, change in my opinion on the movie for about like three months now. I know, uh, it, like, and you know what's even weirder about this? So I, I like, I'm starting to lose my knowledge on the movie a little bit the more regularly I watch it. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of like you're disassociating more and more from it. Well, kind of, it's almost like a separation where, like, the other day, someone, I don't even remember what the context was, but someone made a joke about Fabrizio laughing. And I, in my head, I was thinking, did, does Fabrizio laugh in this yeah. movie? Yeah. And I, I couldn't think of it. And honestly, I think, like, a couple months ago, I would have fucking known that right on the spot. Like, I'm just like, as it becomes more of a normal thing, it's just sort of like how your heart beats and you don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. like what it's becoming for me. It's like just an internal organ. Maybe it's a huh. tumor. It is a tumor. Could be. It's I don't know. Whatever, uh, Dave. So you like, can start it's... it on your notes. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, well, still, that's pretty cool to like. Uh, that's pretty cool to approach because now it's just becoming like it, it's. You're no longer conscious of it. You're you're more just like subconscious that you have to do this. It's, like it just it, it's an interesting angle to look at. Um, honestly, for me, like this month went uh, this month went pretty good. I, um, you know, I had a couple. Like I had put a couple of good watches in. My uh, my favorite. Um, I will admit, I had a few friends come over. Uh, shout out to my shout out to my boy Adam. Um, come over and kind of like help encourage me to keep watching it. Like helped re renew my vigor in it. But one big event that I, uh, I I did was I roped in a bunch of coworkers and convinced like six people all to take the same day off with me, and we did um, what I called uh, the Turtle Club fan meet, and we all just watched uh, we all just watched the Master of Disguise. Now, <laughs> I love yeah. hearing people's I love hearing people's reactions to like mentioning the movie. 
Because every now and then you'll get somebody that just goes, Oh, yeah, I, I used to watch that movie when I was a kid. I love that movie. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then, like, we get all the way up into, like, we start to watch the movie. The, the opening credits and stuff go through, and they're all having a good time, and they're all kind of laughing, like, God, oh, this is a little ridiculous. It's a little bit weirder than we expected or than we remembered. And then we hit the Prince Lalijama scene. <laughs> and, and that... Uh, that tone shifts hard. That tone shifts so well, hard. Well, it's like a jump it scare. It comes out of nowhere. It does. It's really bad. <laughs> like, I, uh, I, it was funny because, I mean, it, it, the scene came on. People are starting to go like, oh, oh, boy. Meanwhile, I'm in the background going like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? This is the best, this is the best movie ever. You, you guys were talking about how much you love this movie, right? Isn't it great? And they're like, uh, uh I don't know. <laughs> And it's, it's like that, it's such a fast deflation of what they thought the movie was. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> the movie's better it's after bad. that scene, though, honestly. No, I, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so we, we talk about the, how there's a turnaround in this movie a lot, and it's like kind of near the halfway scene. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's the Turtle Club that's the change. It's the full change I, there, but I think even after the Prince Lami Jama is a slight upswing. I don't like, know, because, like, what, between that is, like, what? Uh, There's, is the uh, hiring of Jennifer. And that's yeah, the hiring of Jennifer that, that, is not very better. good. That whole montage sucks ass. But I think it's yeah. better than uh, what comes before. And I, I think, don't. I think but I think the I, full swing is the turtle club. I think it the goes, most miserable I get during this movie, in my recent watches anyway... Is when like the like that scene where the grandpa's leaving and they do their stupid old song and dance, and like that mm. just goes on for ages. I feel. Yeah, you know like, this I feel is an like interesting question. Really I think the most miserable I get is uh, during the training montage. The training montage, I don't. That doesn't bother me as much because of the um, I don't know, like the music and all that, and there's like mm. things happening. Yeah. And it's kind no, of funny at who, why, where, when, how, all that shit. Like I know what's coming. Like I know it's gonna get better. But it, it's like, like it's, I don't know. For me, it's like the, the the night is darkest right before the dawn type of deal. I gotcha. That makes sense. We're like yeah. so the scene between there where they're digging through the dumpster is like so nothing, and I forget about it a lot for some reason. Yeah, it's a nothing it's scene. scene. Like there's not even really like jokes filler. in it. Like besides his dumb little like gadgets but like the turtle club scene is like it's like a welcome surprise for me it's like hey family come on in i feel like this is the most we've talked about the contents of the movie in months no so that's another thing that um we wanted to talk about a little bit is that like we have been talking about the content of the movie especially like last month we did uh, quite a bit it just like I feel a disconnect a lot of times when I talk about this movie now. Yeah. Like when I mention specific it, details of Master Disguise, in my head I'm not thinking of the Master Disguise. I'm thinking of the version of the Master Disguise that exists solely within my head. So the correct version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with Cherry Pie Man and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Cherry Pie. Chris, I have a question for you because this might yeah. be good context. Um, yeah. When did you watch this movie for the first time? So the first time I've ever seen The Master of Disguise was when I was a kid. I watched oh, it wow. religiously, and oh. I would quote it all the time. 
But huh. years and years went on without seeing it. So I probably watched it from like the time it came out, 2002 to maybe like 05. And then I grew out of it and thought it was dumb. So the next time I watched it after that was in January after, I think January, after I listened to the first episode. I know that. So maybe it was February. That was the first time I watched it, just to get some context to your guys' podcast. Yeah. Um, and I realized then where a lot of, like, my random quotes came from, and it was from that movie. Like, I used to say, I used to all the time just be like, India, 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 and have no idea where it came from. No idea. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anytime I read the word India in my head, I would go, India, India, India. Which is terrible. Now I'm really mad at myself for that for all these years. But <laughs> in hindsight, yeah, it's bad. In hindsight, yeah, in hindsight it was terrible. But um, so yeah, the first time I watched it was when I was a kid. Now when I watched it for the first time recently, um, I started to watch it with your version of Master of Disguise. So that might have ruined it for me. Mm. <laughs> Made it better. Well, you know what? That's another thing. I like one of the worst parts of our podcast is that you're required to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get one watch in. You have to watch it at least once to understand what we're talking about, and then maybe after a couple episodes, like watch it again with our context. That kind of thing. But that's like one of the biggest failings of this is that we are basically forcing our listeners to suffer. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a it's kind of like a group suffering. You sort of like go through this Vietnam together. Everybody in my personal like... life has watched this movie this year because of me. Yeah, me too. Same. Okay, yeah. so you know what I feel like with this podcast sometimes it feels like an AA meeting where we're encouraged to keep drinking. <laughs> yeah this is, that is that is so this accurate. is the meeting we're all like come on man you can do it you can keep getting drink drunk yeah because yeah, it's like we on. shouldn't be doing this anymore this is so stupid it's like no keep going you got you this brother four it. more shots you'll finish this bottle right like it's just like like i don't like we used to say this podcast is therapeutic i don't think it's therapeutic i think it's manipulative I think it's tricking me into doing this. No, this, we are uh, we've created a toxic environment for ourselves. But I, in the same breath, it, it does kind of feel like this manipulative catharsis because it's like we're suffering. We have this podcast. We keep dragging people into it, and then we just go, "That was terrible, right?" Yeah, you want to watch right, it again? Okay, so, so but <laughs> you guys had me thinking when we discussed this earlier of being like, "Why wouldn't you say there's a podcast?" That's so weird that you wouldn't say that. It, I might agree with you now because it's like, I think I might have backed out by now if it wasn't because of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, I, if, uh, if someone did this, like, on their own accord without having the, like, I guess, like, the necessity of a podcast, like, right. I would have backed out around, like, fucking, I don't know, viewing, like, 20. Like, that was yeah. awful. Right. So, like, yeah. I don't, because it's like, I am not doing this by myself. I drag people into this like Chris. <laughs> I uh, and, and then I'm recording it for five people to listen to. So it's like, like I, I just feel like I'm, I'm manipulating people, and like I just feel like I am um, huh. not uh, in as good of a place as I thought I might have been. This we is, are um, exploiting our guests <laughs> and ourselves. Yes. 
this took a lot out of my mental health. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I no, did it to yeah, myself. and I, I, we, we're gonna dig more into that with that statement you made earlier when you, when we get to your notes, Chris, Honestly. because that is that that stood out to me as something very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Uh, but Dave, I'm, Dave, I'm so sorry. We yeah. went on a tangent. Uh, you make it no, 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 please. Honestly, um, the, the whole like group watches thing was kind of the one real big note that I really wanted to bring up. Like I'm, I, I I'm, I'm doing all right. Like on watches, I'm, I'm not going to be like the leader for watches in a month, probably for a while. And on top of that, I mean, it's just genuinely like a strange 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 environment that we constantly keep just dragging people in and going oh yeah i love this movie like half jokingly half lying directly to their face but honestly (laughs) honestly that's that's kind of all i got i'm well okay i have some questions then about this group viewing of yours with your coworkers. so what did they think so um like I said, at the, at the beginning, I, I kind of got, like, the group reaction. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to watch this movie as a kid, or I saw, saw this movie at, like, a sleepover one time, and, and, you know. And it's just, like, genuine, like, nostalgia glasses kind of review, right? Like, you always like, think it's the average thing that. where everyone's like, oh, I watched it as a kid, I loved it. So, and then it's Dave, terrible. So, Dave, quick question for you, then. Are you saying that you're the nostalgia critic? <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> We got a regular Doug Walker up in here. <laughs> Big nostalgia critic fans on this podcast. Doug, if you ever want to come on, I will literally give you my first four. You called him a pathetic hack in a past episode. Yeah, he's a pathetic hack. You probably agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Dave, I, yeah. so I, I, I want to get a good idea of this viewing here. So they all... So, like, so, after the movie was over, did you question them? Like, did you ask them questions? So, yeah, I, um, like, I had all my friends over. I invited, like, six people. Um, and it was pretty funny. Again, like, I, I questioned them in the beginning, and they were like, yeah, you know, I've seen this movie before. It's all fun. Get to the Prince Lolly Jama scene. That's, like, the big pivot 180 moment. And then, like, they kind of just trudged through the rest of the movie. Like, I'd get, like, a laugh every now and then. My favorite one was where, like, I would be pointing out the farts. Uh, and I'd be like, John, that's that's the fart that got snubbed for 2002's best fart. <laughs> and then, like, and, like, nobody was laughing. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, this was a clear runner-up. No one's laughing. So that, that kind of sucked. But after Could have been the, the winner, was, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Or at least the one where, like, Devlin Bowman's running out after revealing uh, Fabrizio as in the, in the Dark Bowman disguise. Listen, listen, listen. We can all agree... That Scooby Doo had a great fart scene. Okay, okay, yeah. it, was, it was all right. But but it is nowhere near Devlin Bowman levels. Devlin Bowman is a professional. Honestly, 100%. yeah. Brent Spiner, that that guy's been farting for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, years before Scooby Doo came on the scene. Well, that stupid ass fucking scream actor. He, that that fucker couldn't fart to save his life. Yeah, well, listen, whatever. Brent Pack scream actor. <laughs> he was in Scream. No, no one knows him for that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, uh, I saw Scooby Doo before Scream. Every everyone our age did. <laughs> um, yeah, but 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 yeah, I um you know after the movie was over, I, I started questioning everyone. 
And I'm like, yeah, so uh, it's still the best movie ever, right? And I just get, like, a collective, like, heavy groan from the room. It's just no, like, that's uh, about right. Oh, God. Uh, no, it's not that good. Like, I mean, it's really problematic because of the Lolly Jama scene. No, that um, that's accurate. No, you're absolutely correct there. It's um, it it, it it it's a, it's a rough one to show people. I, I've like I've I've talked about it in this podcast, obviously, that I've shown people. I've never had a big group viewing, but I've shown quite a few people, and it's about the same reaction yeah. every time. Yeah, we're like, there's a couple laughs here and there. The Prince Lolly Jama scene really brings the mood down. The only people that seemed unaffected by that were my grandparents. <laughs> but but everyone else that I've watched it with is like, ew. Especially yeah. when I watched it with like my friend who was like born and raised in India. She really uh she, loved she it, didn't right? care for that she, for some she reason. Liked the representation. Yeah, I was like I was like, what? This is representation in, yeah, in, in a Western thankful. movie. Yeah. What's your problem? But uh it it was goofiness. Um so Dave, Indeed. is that is that all you got? Can yeah, we, uh, can mean, we unleash the beasts over here? Uh, <laughs> really, the last thing I've got was like I um, my favorite thing whenever I have people over. I'm like, oh yeah, well, what's your like, what's your top three disguises? And um, <laughs> so the uh, the group the group was um, split between um, uh, <laughs> Terry Suave and yeah. Gammy Num Num as number no! one. No. Uh, yes uh quinn was a close second quint quint whatever was a close second and uh dude. the turtle club guy got one vote dude gammy but... sucks yeah you suck <laughs> you fucking fuck you hey, yeah fuck hey, you this is a family friendly podcast yeah Shit, fuck fuck me. Me. Quinn. no one isn't <laughs> <laughs> that that's nonsense. I've made horrible jokes on this podcast that have needed to be cut in post. This oh. is not a family friendly. Yeah, guy. Michael's the I only should... person who needs to get censored. No, no, no Dave's getting censored once. Dave's once. Censored once. <laughs> I should probably I'm the good not show boy. this to those kids then. Yeah. All right, fuck it, Chris. Uh, right, Chris let's get please. started let's on go. this. Chris, I am before, excited. Uh. Chris, uh, go go ahead. You know, you you okay. seem to have a plan here. I'm just gonna let you freestyle it. I really don't have a plan, but I do have a lot to kind of. I kind of have a lot to get through. Um, so okay, we'll just let you talk. We'll let you talk. Yeah, yeah, please. We'll right. You guys hear this. Interject wherever you need to. Um, okay. I will be kind of asking questions as well along yeah, the way. Um, so I have six total notes. Uh, or six pages of notes, I mean. Oh my um, god. Just god, based man, on my... Will, I'm not going through all of them. Of yeah, yeah, I'm not going through all of them. Um, they're just based on my watches. And then on top of that, I have a couple other tabs up of different things I'd like to speak on. Um, okay. So, my, so like I said, I've watched it 35 times this year. Yeah. Uh, the first time being... Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. The first, the first time being back in January, February, right, like immediately after I listened to the first episode, I watched the movie. Um, the second time was over at Eli's house. Uh, we watched it after uh, Eli. Eli helps me record my music, so after I got done recording, we watched The Master of Disguise. Got about three fourths of the way through, and then I picked up from the exact spot 
that we left off at at home. Um, but I didn't take notes on those because I didn't know that I was going to be on the podcast. <laughs> right. So I, I found out I was going to be on the podcast around uh, the beginning of July. So my first watch that I have tracked is on July 11th. Um, I was watching this while I was playing video games, but I was playing like Fall Guys, so I really wasn't paying attention to the game. I was more or less watching the movie. Um, So my first note, I'm just going to go through this one, and then I'll kind of touch on on other things throughout. But I want to – this one I definitely want to talk about. Uh, So 7-Eleven. Um, the first note I have is the dad watches Barney skateboard towards pistachio, possibly uses Energico to make him crash. I'm talking about the grandpa here, I think. Um, (laughs) I don't know what this is. A lot of, I'll I'll say 95% of these watches are extremely under the influence of cannabis. Um, no, no, I, I understand that for, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I skip over notes because I have no idea what the fuck I was thinking. Right. I, and I did it for science. I want you guys to know that I did all of this for science. Yeah, Chris. No, I mean, we are all scientists. Listen, Chris normally does not do any marijuana. Yeah, for I usually the don't. Path of the Lord. But for the episode, he decided, you know, I'm going to do this illegal, sinful substance. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, the devil's lettuce. Yeah. My my first time using cannabis was actually yeah. on Seven yeah. Eleven Twenty Twenty Two right before right. I watched the movie. And first and um, only time. Honestly, I wouldn't I would say never. only, but <laughs> it's amazing dedication. Thank you. Yeah, ninety nine point nine percent of the time I was watching this movie, I was under the influence of marijuana. Okay. Um, so my next note would be: What happened to Bernardo? Like. And this kind of ties back to some of the things you guys talked about before is like when when uh, they got kidnapped, what happened to the restaurant? But what happened to Bernardo? I feel like he would be a pretty good backstory to kind of touch on. Okay, so okay, I guess this is the question, and maybe I should know this by now, but I always assumed Bernardo doesn't work at Fabrizio's. I thought, I always figured he had his own place. Well, he's, he so he, it looks like he's in the uniform, and if you watch really closely at the beginning when Pistachio's coming down after the shaving cream scene, yeah. it sounds like he's saying, hey, Bernardo, but I can't but it, make it out. isn't it a different out. actor? I think it's a different it, actor. Says, hey, Miko. Oh, hey, hey Miko. Miko. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, never, yeah, okay. Never mind. All right. So I'm I sorry. Figured, no, don't apologize. I always figured yeah. Bernardo had a different place in, like, I, I figured that was, like, the Little Italy section, and I figured Bernardo mm-hmm. had a different place. Now, so, this like, Bernardo is a different though. Italian restaurant owner. Yeah. So right. this brings up an up. interesting thought I just had. What if Bernardo was working for Bowman? That, all right, so <laughs> that's another thing that I'm going to talk about. There's a lot of hidden, um, I, I'll get into it. Um, right. But, yeah, yeah. Bernardo, yeah, yeah, yeah. sketchy a little bit. Um, now, we'll my sketch. next... Little sketch. My next note is, was the Revolutionary War started because George Washington wanted revenge on the Cherry Pie Man? That <laughs> I mean, one... That's, that's just obvious, though. So the right. British were the Cherry Pie Men? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm thinking. Again, okay. I don't remember exactly where my headspace was while I was doing this watch. Um, but I'm thinking that because they're the Redcoats, 
Uh, it, oh. It's similar to cherry oh pie. Oh my god! So it was oh red because god. of the cherry pie. Because obviously Possibly. it wasn't for strategic advantage. You can see red coats through the forest like nothing. Yep. It was 100%. to represent the cherry pie. The cherry King pie George pie. was a cherry pie. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, I'm thinking that possibly George Washington wanted revenge on the Cherry Pie Men, and he started the Revolutionary War. Which oh, is boy. why the disguises saved the cherry tree, George Washington's illegitimate, illegitimate son, as no, David uh-huh. claimed. It's all, it's yeah. all coming together. It, it's, it's a possibility. So then after that, this is why I really wanted to touch on the date, 7-Eleven. I, I say, where did the statue of Vishnu come from? In the uh, so right. we talked about so Sydney talked about Vishnu. Yeah, I talked about it on Seven Eleven. So don't say that I'm going to be too chaotic. I'm bringing up. You know the this same feels notes. like. You know this feels like. This feels like when like like your mom was like, "Hey, you, like I need you to do this," and you're like, "I was just about to do that." No, you fucking weren't. This is a lie. <laughs> I believe That's Chris. Lie. I'm in Chris's corner here. Yeah, I think I, that and, Sydney stole from him. <laughs> Possibly, uh, she might. She's so smart, she could read minds. What if Sydney's a cherry pie? What if oh she? What if Sydney's cherry pie? There's no way. Listen, here to infiltrate the podcast. Listen no here, Sydney. Way. I know you're one of our only really dedicated listeners, but you're a fucking traitor. I swear <laughs> to God, if I know you're a cherry pie, it's over. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm down. Yeah, Sydney is a. Uh... And she infiltrated our podcast to gain intelligence. And the, you know what? She tried. She tried to make us intellectual, but we didn't fall for it. Yeah. Exactly. We're smarter I'm gonna make than you that. Guys, yeah. I will, you know I'll make you guys intellectual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chris is our real to the real truth. Mm-hmm. So after after Vishnu, my next couple of notes get a little out of hand. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. Little. <laughs> yeah. Um, does Gra- does Gammy Num Num have female genitalia? Yes. Yeah, so we've talked yeah. about this. Yeah, okay. nausea. In nausea, now, I would say. She's got, she's got them flaps. It's also okay. like a tearaway, too. Okay, that makes sense. Now, here's my next question directly after that. Does Pistachio's genitalia change with the disguise? And if yes. so, who has the largest dick? Well, this now, is so funny because we have talked about this. Yeah. And I have a list in order of all male disguises and their exact dick size. And I want to know if you guys want to hear. Okay, 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 okay. No, we don't yeah, need to no, know no. exacts here, but who's the biggest and who's the smallest? Yeah. The biggest would be Quint with 10.5 inches. Oh, no, 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 I, no, no, uh, no, no. Wait, listen. Already. Quint's got the biggest balls. No, average he's got. Penis, huge testes, average penis. Fucking. Constable uh, Mueller Constable is packing. All right. Let me go. Let me go through these really, really quick because okay, fine, go. you guys are gonna be you're gonna be surprised. So I have down Quint as ten five, okay. Terry Suave at nine, no, way. Constable yeah. Mueller at eight point two five, kind of okay. yeah, Cherry Pie Man at seven and three quarters. Well, that's a child, so yeah, maybe. Miss, well, <laughs> then it's a big child, Mister Peru <laughs> at seven flat. Yeah. Uh, George Bush, and I think this co- correlates with his exact size, 5.5 erect. We don't know George Bush. We know George Bush. No, I know. Size? No, no. Yeah, he's right. I, I agree with that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, trust I'm trust me, a, I know. And he's right. <laughs> That's better taking a shot in the dark. Prince Lamijama with four and the Turtle Man with three and a half. 
All right. So we know uh, Turtle Man's uh, real small, but we uh, decided that Terry Suave and Mr. Peru were overcompensating. Yeah. Ooh. And okay. I think it's it's Constable Mueller packing fucking 12 inches. Like I Constable get Mueller no, is yeah. dangerous. Like Constable Mueller somebody. is Constable Mueller is definitely he's packing. But I think Quint, I think Quint has an average size penis, but he's got some monster, humongous testes. Like his balls Fucking hang hairy. down, and his dick isn't quite as big as his balls, so he accidentally pisses on his balls sometimes. Yeah, like he's are got we, some hairy, piss-filled balls. Are we talking American average or Canadian average? Six or like four and a half? <laughs> know, I'm not telling you which is which, but what do you guys think? It's like six or four and a half? I six, I have two. no idea what this question is. I make yeah, six point two. Four and, like a a four and a half, Dave. Yeah. Uh, Michael, you said six point two. Yeah. All right, I like that. Yeah, All right, cool. So we can move on from genital sizes. Um, our favorite master of disguise song, the he's the, the master, master of, of yeah, yeah, was written by the vocalist of the presidents of the United States, the same ones that did uh, Lump and Peaches. Fun yeah, fact. I. Uh... Wait, really? It, yeah. You know what's so interesting about that is that the presidents of the United States, that that's what the disguises are. Exactly. Whoa. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. Trust me. I have some crazy stuff. All right. So then af- after that, uh, Jennifer didn't notice Trent. Could she be in on it as well? Um, I want to build on that in, in a few minutes here. Um, when Barney brings Pistachio the cigar – when he says my you know my mom was missing i found a cigar it's a different cigar the first one was a um i don't know the exact name for it but it was just a regular cigar the second one was a torpedo where it was pointed at the end so i found that interesting oh, um so devlin changes it up at the turtle that's Club. what i'm thinking and then uh also i thought that this could possibly be a spy kids remake i don't know where i was going with that <laughs> Yeah, I don't either. I uh, that's that's a rough one, Chris. That's bad. yeah, but this that's could be a Spy Kids remake. Um, I, and then I'll just kind of skip <laughs> skip through. Watch two was on the next day, the twelfth. I watched that two times that day. Um, I thought maybe the nine one one operator and the cannoli or a cannoli may have a romantic past, and that's why he <laughs> hung up. <laughs> he didn't yeah, want to talk to his ex. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then during watch two, I put I'm sixty two percent, sixty two percent sure that Pistachio is on the autism spectrum. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Now to oh, to I, kind I, of preface obviously. that, I I work with children with autism, and my stepson has autism, so I kind of based it off of my knowledge on that. Yeah. Um. So I'm pretty sure he could be on the spectrum. Um, Definitely. Definitely. I I, I put. Um, and then I put, I want to spin off of the homeless guy in the bar when they do the close up and he goes, what? <laughs> when there's the, yeah. the, uh, bar fight. Why are you assuming he's homeless? I mean, uh, he's he looks pretty homeless. raggedy. Like, I, 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 I know the guy you're what? talking Wait, about yeah. with a long beard. <laughs> with he's a long raggedy. beard, yeah. Yeah, he's got a long uh, beard and like a what? little, like, like driver's cap thing, but that doesn't mean he's homeless. That's like, is like Christian homeless, our past guest? That's what Christian looks like. <laughs> All right, so the homeless looking yeah. guy, I want to spin off of him. And I think that would be a really good movie. At least better than this movie. I mean, so honestly, like it'd be, it's a low bar. while all of this happens in the background of his life. That's a better movie. Yeah, that's a better exactly. 
Agreed. Not, like, any, any character in this movie could get their own thing, and it would be better than this movie. Yep, it's yeah. just just like watching these people try to main character their way through life. <laughs> and then all this stuff is happening around them. Yeah, yeah they're just like... That's what I was kind of going for. Well, yeah, like, go for pro- like a clerk's thing, where it's just yeah. like the bartender's I'm not even supposed day. to be here. <laughs> yeah, right, that's enough, that's enough Kevin Smith references. <laughs> that's enough Kevin Smith. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Smith. rag on him, too. Yeah. Let's move on from hashtag Kevin Smith. <laughs> so the second watch of that day, the first note was, uh, where did Bowman get Michael Johnson's shoes to trade for the Constitution? Um, I, or maybe they could be fakes. Uh, and then the second one, this is another note that showed up in the last podcast. Devlin Bowman is Barney Baker's dad. That was the second yeah. note of watch number three. Yeah, now, that I, was my theory. Yeah, now I'm going to build on that. I, there's a little, there, there's something that you missed, Eli, and I'm really excited to talk about that. So I'll move on. We'll get through oh, it. Shit. Um, and then I also thought that this podcast could have possibly prevented uh, some Mandela effects that happened during the collision of the, um, uh, you guys know, the particle collider that they're doing. What you, did you just say, wait, wait, hold on. Did you just say you guys know? No, I don't you got, fucking know. You know, in <laughs> what how CERN is doing... About? You don't know about the Mandela effects in CERN? It's a huge internet thing. So CERN is doing this particle colliders, and it's creating Mandela effects, and I think that you guys prevented Mandela effects with okay, this movie. Okay, I don't okay, think... Okay, but okay, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, other than the fact that that is utter nonsense, <laughs> yeah. I'm a little um, lost now, what, yeah. what Mandela effects have we prevented <laughs> but with our dumb bullshit? I have no idea. We will we'll never know. Anything <laughs> we've created. We're basing because... this on nothing? No, <laughs> yeah, but like exactly. that's just the thing. We we won't know because we stopped them. But why would exactly. you ever even what do you why did you even write that down? That doesn't even make sense. Look, just I'm actually like, I'm gonna be honest, was, I'm very angry right now. I, I'm, I'm very, excited. Like I'm taking I was very under here. the influence. I was very under uh, the influence of Canada. Well yeah, no, I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> Clearly. But like uh, what is that like? What does that even mean? Like, how do you? Which know. ones would we have prevented? I'm still maybe Prince. Here. Maybe Prince Lamijama wasn't from uh, Bombay Heights of Calcutta, India, India, India. Maybe he was from somewhere else. You know? Yeah, Who knows? Maybe it was. I, uh, maybe it was originally supposed to be blackface, and then they're like, oh, maybe a too much. And okay. we or, fixed it. We changed we that. We fixed it. Or maybe we got into a dim- a dimension where Gammy Num Nums was Gammy Nam Nams. You don't know. It could be something right, like uh, that. Before before I uh, get angry, can we move <laughs> on to another note? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys are going to like this next watch. The next watch was the next day, the 13th. I watched it three days in a row. Um, yeah. It was synced to uh, Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, his yeah. latest album. It's a good album. Um, amazing. This was a religious experience. The credits matched up perfectly. Yeah. The music, the music transitions. When, uh, to where more... was uh, where was we cry together? Um. Oh, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. So I'm music transitions. Uh, switch to like a more melodic at the same time. The end. Uh, the credits transition to like the Master of Disguise logo. So that was really cool. It was like right at the exact same time. Master of Disguise logo showed up, and it got really mel- melodic. Um, when they transitioned to Little Italy, the music, like, transitioned perfectly. When Baby Pistachio slaps the doctor, Kendrick says, shoo, 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 
and it's on every single slap, like on perfect beat, which was crazy. Um, The music during Pistachio's flashback makes me feel like I'm watching his villain arc. So I forgot (laughs) what song it was, but it really felt like a villain arc. Um, Let me skip through. Dark side slide moment. Yeah. Uh, Pistachio skips away from the the Meatball Man perfectly on beat during Die Hard, which (laughs) was kind of funny. Um... When Rex pushes Pistachio in the face, Kendrick says, I got some regrets, but my past won't keep me from my best, which was kind of funny. Oh, wow. And then when Pistachio is talking to the grandpa for the first time about saving his parents, Kendrick is repeating, I got daddy issues, which was kind of weird. So, yeah, this really made me think that Kendrick just wrote this album while watching Master of Disguise because it's literally almost the same. I think it's like a minute and 30 seconds off from each other. But where um, was We Cry Together? I'm right here. We Cry Together. Six minutes of domestic violence plays during the brown face scene. And it makes yeah. the scene more depressing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That, well, the I mean, hell? the only explanation is that Kendrick yeah. has <laughs> decided to make his album and sync it up to Master of Skies, just like Pink Floyd. <laughs> Oh, I'll get to Pink Floyd. I did that twice. <laughs> <laughs> I have another album I synced it up to, too. I can't wait to talk about. Yeah, I think um, you mentioned so yeah. it to me. Yeah, I did. So that made me r- feel really depressed watching that scene while listening to just six minutes of domestic violence. And it was the entire scene. The entire scene was We Cry Together. Um, I also thought that Pistachio's mom may know that she's being held captive the entire time because the first time that they show her and the hands come out of the flower, you can see this like look on her face, like she's disgusted or something. And then she turns around real slow as soon as the hands drop down. So I'm think, thinking um, she could be I, like a trained assassin. Yeah. So I have a different thought on that. Um, okay. I think it was the actress, uh, realizing how bad this movie was. Hey, yeah. Amy McClurg is a fucking treasure, dude. She, no, she would not show that movie. disdain on her face while acting, okay? She's a pro. She doesn't have so the fu- scene cuts. <laughs> That's so funny because the next note that I have in here is I think Jennifer <laughs> Esposito thinks this movie is a big stinker while she's filming it. Uh, well, no, I'm, okay. okay. No. Did she, say she, loved it? she loved this movie. I, I get the opposite impression. I get the opposite. No, impression. in the behind the scenes, she's the only one who seems to fucking adore this movie. Even yeah. Dana Carvey seems like he doesn't like it. In all I fairness, think... I haven't seen the behind the scenes. Okay, can I say something a little mean about Jennifer Esposito? Uh, sure. I guess so. She's never coming on, so it doesn't matter. She's clearly not the brightest person in the world since she's a big crypto head. So I think she's just really dumb. And she liked this movie and was really dumb for it. And I don't like her. I guess we don't have next month's guest then. Uh Yeah. yeah. Michael, we were going to surprise you Uh for your birthday. Oh, Uh my God. (laughs) Guess who we got here right now sitting next to me. (laughs) Oh God! <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> oh, She's right behind me, isn't she? Yeah. Oh no! Chris, <laughs> <laughs> right, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no please. worries. So, so then, after that, um, uh, when the grandpa says "talking baby," Kendrick repeats "yeah baby, yeah baby, yeah baby," which is yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> um, 
And then I put, I'm pretty stoned. Maybe this movie isn't sinking as well as I thought. And then yeah, right oh, after yeah. that, I put, this album is way better than this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? And then uh, Turtle Guy walks in. Kendrick says, let me tell you when we were at our, when I was at my lowest, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, the music during the, uh, it has an inspirational build when Pistachio walks out of the bar with Jennifer, like after the fight. Um, and then I'll skip yeah. ahead cause these are dumb. I wish the heat five, part five started earlier cause, because it was just a perfect credit song. Um, and then three thirty of the heat part five syncs up with the fembops perfectly. Best sync of the entire movie. I don't know what sunk, sunk up there, but, um, I put that there and then that's about it for that watch. The next watch, this one I kind of really want to touch on because I watched this with my girlfriend and our child. Um, and I mentioned my child has autism, which made this a lot more interesting because he looks at things differently. So, uh, he's seven to give you guys a little bit of uh, a background. (laughs) The, uh, so Beckett lost interest three minutes and 46 seconds into the movie. I don't blame um, him at all. That's like right. Yes. Honestly. I mean, you're not exactly. even like hardly out of the credits at that point. He was super excited about the credits, loved them, thought it was so cool how like everything was changing. And then when the movie started, he was out. Um, and then I put, <laughs> is Dana Carvey cosplaying as Rivers Cuomo? Which I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of convinced he is. Um, Who's Rivers Cuomo? The vocalist of Weezer. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty Michael, convinced he's you're doing a, You're a huge Wheeze head. Yeah, yeah. You, we love Weezer. No, we're all um, Wheeze heads up in None here. of us like he's Weezer, I hope. <laughs> I, like, I like some early Weezer. Yeah, Weezer's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Beckett gained interest again during the training montage, and he laughed uncontrollably at Pistachio in the inflated suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also, the next time he laughed was at the first fart. Uh, with Devlin okay, Bowman. Yeah. The Worth second it. fart, he laughed even harder and then blamed it on my girlfriend, which was <laughs> hilarious. He, he was like, Mama farted. Yeah. Um, and then the ice cream scene, when they're eating the ice cream and the guy turns around, when they like have the ice cream cones in their mouth stuck or whatever, Beckett yeah. laughed hysterically. Um, and then the next note I put, Barney is seven and rips Ollie's. He's fucking sick. So, I, I, uh, I thought that was He's not a sports kid. kid. Did yeah, you listen to that? No, he doesn't kid. rip ollies. Well, his mom said go practice, or Jennifer said go practice your ollies. So, if he's, like, yeah, ripping but, but, but ollies at seven, know, he's sick. Yeah, but he can't because the dog is riding the skateboard. Oh, he's yeah. like, why can you do it? And I can't. He fucking sucks at skateboarding. He's a fucking Yeah, dude. he even admits, yeah. I, I'm not a sports kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he keeps, getting up, he keeps getting up and he keeps trying. Yeah, he's trying, so he is a sports kid. You're like a you're like a poster in a teacher's classroom. This is an underdog <laughs> movie. You guys are Honestly. forgetting. Yeah, the yeah. the side plot that we don't get to see is Barney wins a skate competition at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes up against Tony Hawk. It's like yeah. that movie. Oh yeah. Or skateboard kid. That would be incredible. <laughs> or airborne. Airborne. We don't airborne skateboard movies. <laughs> So then after that, Beckett got secondhand embarrassment from the Turtle Club scene. He, like, hid and would not watch the scene. Oh. Um, 
And then he got uh, terrified when uh, Pistachio got mad that the cigar roller wouldn't give him information, and Pistachio started getting like making those noises. He got terrified from that. Um, and then as soon as the turtle was gone, he said he became the master of disguise, which was kind of funny. Um, then he anticipated the third fart and laughed even harder. Um, and then he laughed when Pistachio got pants by the slapping dummy. Um, and then I had like, I got hung on Operation Minty Hippo because I had a feeling that had a meaning somewhere. So I looked it up and on Urban Dictionary, it's a code word that was used in the late 90s for gay rights. I knew it. I knew Terry Suave was part of the LGBTQ community. Yep. Yeah, so I think that, and I'm gonna kind of get into the uh, the homosexuality uh, in this movie because there's more than we actually believe. Yeah, good for um, you, Dave. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is it's gonna be great. Finally, absolutely, we want some representation in in in, in movies. So uh, just to move on because I I I I have a lot to go through. Um, I wonder how bricked Pistachio was after he kissed Jennifer for the first time because it was his first kiss. So I imagine oh, he man. was pretty bricked up. Knocked over a um, whole tree. Yeah. <laughs> and then Beckett laughed hysterically at the uh, the scene where uh, Bowman farted in the pool. Um, then my the my ending? next yeah, yeah the very like ending he just straight up dies in the pool yeah. My next couple of watches don't have a whole lot of notes. Um, my next watch after that was a couple days later. And I just, I put Jennifer's a bad mother. Where's Barney all of the time? Because he's only seven. So, you tried and then I, mom. yeah, then I put yeah, this I mean, watch was tough. She oh, just got back from yoga. So, yeah. So right, but who's sorry? Hope that's Okay. Who's watching him though? Because he's just hanging out in Little Italy all by, him, uh, by himself. Oh, the neighborhood man. is watching him. You millennials. <laughs> the millennials. Back in you... my day, the, the whole neighborhood would raise a kid. Listen, you non-Italians don't get what it's like in Little Italy, okay? Yeah. Hey, wait, I'm yeah, Italian. Spaghetti. Yeah, I'm Italian. Italian. I... You're Italian looking, idiot. Go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Demolished. Demolish. So then my next couple of watches, um, I were drunk, uh, very drunk okay. while Great I watched start. those. No notes. Zero notes. No, no respect. Um, <laughs> yeah, respect, honestly. Watch nine, I put the intro sucks, this movie fucking sucks, and those were my only notes. <laughs> uh, watch ten, when I put the movie on, Beckett said, no, no, not Master of Disguise, please, please. <laughs> That's that's a man of culture right there. He's right. I'm on Beckett's side. I kind of appreciate like his input here because it's like we're really getting like the raw reactions here. Like people will kind of have like their own little like reservations going like, yeah, I guess I'll watch it. No, this is just flat out honesty. Yeah, he for the target audience, an autistic seven year old. Yes, he hated it, hated it. But then once it starts and the first fart happens, he's totally fine. Um. I also thought Mr. Peru looks like my Uncle Mark, <laughs> and why why wouldn't Devlin think to hide the Constitution from the president? That was dumb. Um, and then I'll skip a couple of watches. Watch 12 was on the 20th anniversary. Um, I, I couldn't stop quoting the movie. 
I, I said it's like a tick. I don't realize I'm even no, doing it. I just speak yeah, out. My you're wife hates like, it. <laughs> kind of too wrapped up in the movie, and you're just like, okay, yeah, I'm having kind of a fun time with it, and you're just stuck with it. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, they never show Pistachio putting Trent's credit cards back. So they just kind of like cut the camera, and they imply that he puts the credit cards back. But I'm pretty sure Pistachio straight up stole that man's credit card. I don't think he does. No, I don't he, think he does. He you don't think so? Pocket, yeah. I I think I think he stole the credit cards. I, I don't think would he like them. to think that Pistachio has more honor than that. So. I don't know. I, 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 I got more. I want to get into about that. Don't no, worry. Right. I have. He is a sneaky Italian. He is. Hey! 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 <laughs> hey! But he is. He's he's our stereotypi- stereotypical sneaky Italian. That's not a stereotype. No. There's no such thing as a sneaky Italian. Um, this movie is filled with stereotypes. It is. I've known you for a while. <laughs> That's not a real stereotype. Ooh. This movie invented You never know. And, okay. and then when uh, after the first kiss, when uh, Pistachio and Jennifer are talking and she goes, you know what time it is? Uh, Pistachio says the planning time she comes, but he had a weird emphasis on she, implying that that she, the planning time comes and not Jennifer, and that made me really uncomfortable. Mm. He wow so wow. So you're telling me that Pistachio isn't a generous lover? Uh, well, no. I mean, what I'm saying is he fully intended on making Jennifer come. That's an interesting then, question. Do you guys think Pistachio makes Jennifer come first? Ooh, no. Uh, I don't yes, know. I do. He's he's too fast. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. This I don't think he knows about it. I don't think he knows women can orgasm. I don't think he I, knows that he can orgasm. I, I yeah, no, I'm with point. Eli. I it's think that like he six pump Pistachio because he's looking yeah. at like the forty five second window and then he goes. No, no, yeah. I'm saying I don't think Pistachio even knows what that is. I think that he makes her come and then dis- denies sex because he's too much of a gentleman. Yeah, he's one of those those, <laughs> those guys on Reddit who won't let themselves come. Yeah. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Attention. Yeah, Pistachio yeah. started so like, it. So, wait, will guys just, like, edge themselves super hard and then not come? Yeah. 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 Pretty regularly. Um, wait, do you not? Yeah, wait, Michael, you don't do that? That makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't yeah think, Pistachio uh, started a movement. Get get with it. I don't think okay. you're uh, really... Can we move, Chris? Please anymore. keep going, because mm-hmm. I don't want to think about guys blue-balling themselves. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, I also forgot to mention that on Watch 11, um, I started streaming it on my Discord server every single day, uh, for or tried to, for the month of... Uh, August. August. So uh, nobody showed up. Watch eleven. Nobody showed up. Watch twelve for the twentieth anniversary. Um, <laughs> nobody showed up for watch thirteen, oh which is what I'm on now. That was the third. Um, just to kind of touch on a couple of things. What if Bernardo is just a figment of Pistachio's imagination, and Barney is looking at him crazy because Pistachio is talking to literally thin air? So Bernardo is like his imaginary friend. Yeah. What if Bernardo did work at, at Fabrizio's at one point, and then uh, for some, for whatever reason he died, and now like Pistachio couldn't deal with it, so he imagines Bernardo. No, being no, no. Like, Hold on, I'm going to add to that because I like that thought. But instead of Pistachio imagining it, what if Bernardo's a ghost? 
Ooh. And Barney Baker can't see him. Ghost. Yeah. That that's why he didn't laugh at the Shrek jokes because he was like too dumbfounded that Pistachio was just literally talking to himself. Yeah, because there's no other explanation as to why you wouldn't laugh at that. Yeah. yeah, it was it was comical gold. It's hilarious. Super funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, it's so hard after that, after that, I uh, put. I wish they ended the movie with a cut to a mental hospital, and Dana Carvey is in a padded cell talking to himself. And then the nurse walks in and says, "Time for your medicine, Mister Carvey." And then it just rolls to a black screen. That would be good. That would be good. Um. Every time I watch this, I get more and more concerned that Jennifer never got the answer as to what her job entailed. Yeah. Um, let's see. People at the Turtle Club were way too calm when he bit that dude's nose off. Yeah. That was straight and up cannibalism, by the way. Cannibalism. And I'm 100% sure that Bowman fucked Fabrizio disguised as Jessica Simpson. I, well, we know that Bowman fucked Fabrizio in a mini disguises. We know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and I want to. I kind of want to get into that now. Um, just kind of get into that theory because I think this is the watch where I kind of thought of it. Um, so I'm gonna bring up my thesis really quick and talk on that. Um, yeah, yeah. And then and then we'll go from there. I'm gonna read this for you guys. It's not that long. I kind of talked it up, um, but this is all about. Devlin Bowman. Now, you guys were kind of talking about how he could potentially be Barney Baker's father. Um, yeah. I think you're on the right track, but you're on the wrong person. So, uh, okay. with with Bowman being thousands of years old, he could have fathered many children. Right. Two of these children that he has fathered are displayed in this movie. Now, this is my theory. Devlin Bowman was once known as Diavolin Pistachio. Devlin has the word devil in it, and in Italian, devil is diavolo. Now, for Bowman, he needed to think of an Americanized name, so he thought back to the Native Americans who used bow and arrows, and he went with Bowman. What? Okay? No, 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 no. Just no, no, listen. No, no. Let, let him talk. Finish. Let him speak. Let him finish. Hold on. Just stay with me, Michael, because you're going to get real pissed off at this. So, <laughs> Diavolin and his assistant had a baby. That baby is known as the grandfather, okay? Yeah. So I'm, Devlin, on, I'm, at, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Okay. Devlin is Pistachio's great-grandfather. Now, yeah. after okay. he had the grandfather, he realized that he was actually a homosexual. And okay. back then, being gay was extremely frowned upon, especially in the Disguisey family. I believe that they were extremely against homosexuality. So at that time, they were living in Tuscany. He fled from Tuscany, moved to America, and hate built up inside him. And he really wanted to bring his home country to him, but he knew he couldn't go back. So he resorted to stealing Italian art, and he he grew this addiction to stealing art. So he moved from Italian to rare artifacts. Now, because of this evil act he was doing, it moved him so far away from the light side of Energico that he lost his quote-unquote disguise powers, and he became the only thing somebody on the dark side of Energico can become, a cherry pie man. Now, stay with me, guys. This leads us to Palermo. Okay, this takes us right to Palermo. He knew the entire time Fabrizio was a master of disguise. 
but he didn't know that Fabrizio was his grandson, okay? He was luring him in to gain intelligence and to get his powers back so he can steal more art and possibly even go back to his home country. Now, on the other hand, Fabrizio knew Bowman was an art thief, so that's why he was there. He was there to bust him. Um, now, Fabrizio showed up as at Bowman's as Bo Derek just to honeypot him because he thought Bo Derek was real popular at that time. A lot of guys like her, so he showed up as Bo Derek. And with the high amount of light energy go and the high amount of dark energy go in the same area, um, it really just kind of messed everything up. And Fabrizio got lost in the disguise. Now, Bowman knew this was going to happen because he's he's uh, uh, been with Energico for so, so long. So he thought while Fabrizio was in disguise, he could fuck Fabrizio and then harness his powers. But that's mm. not what happened. Bowman then contracted the Energico STD yeah. and he went to jail. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Fabrizio did not walk away from this exchange empty-handed. Because Fabrizio was lost in the disguise, he actually became Bo Derek in that moment, and he got pregnant from Bowman, and then he went back to America and was so ashamed of the baby that he took it to a fire department, and the fire department then gave it to a local family who couldn't have kids. Listen, they couldn't have kids, okay? And then they named this young girl baby after their grandmother that passed away, Jennifer. And Keith and Mary Baker raised Jennifer but never told her where she was actually from. So, not only is Devlin Bowman Pistachio's great-grandfather, but he's the father to Jennifer Baker... Thus creating some form of incest. So then when... (laughs) Hold on, I got more. When Bowman was then released from jail, he searched out for not only the one who... Or for the one who gave him his death sentence, the STD, not only to get his revenge, but to scratch that itch he's had for the the last 20 years. Steal more art. Okay, hey, I just need to say something real quick. Like, quick round of applause. Yeah. No, I yes. Let's go. Thank let's you. Go. Okay. Thank you. Let's fucking. After go. last podcast, Chris messaged me, kind of offended, and said, "I'm not going to be that dumb. Like I'm going to bring some intelligence." <laughs> oh, and yeah, he did. Like, you're one to talk, Michael. <laughs> okay. I, Chris you know brought. This is a gift. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have more. That's that the, been dropped that's out the our tip face. of the iceberg. That's the tip of the iceberg. Uh, that's the so not every time I've iceberg. I'm yes. gonna save myself the mental anguish and just accept it. Sure, whatever you. Yeah, say. yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So this is good. that's lore. Um, and I kind of figured that out in Watch 14. Uh, I was still streaming Master of Disguise on Discord, and that's the watch that Eli popped in for like 30 minutes. Yeah. It was before he had to pick up his wife, and he's like, "I'm gonna pop in, and hang out." So we hung out, and after that, I kind of made the realization that. Um, all of this was going on, but I couldn't fe- I couldn't piece it together. I only pieced it together last night while watching my uh, 34th time. I watched it the 35th time today on my break and then finished it when I got home. Um, but yeah, it was intense. So then after that watch, um, I did the dark, sc- dark side of disguise. Yeah. Um, 
extremely intoxicated under the influence of marijuana. <laughs> um, and, and I'm not going to go... up, right? Oh, yeah, my God. Great. This was the greatest thing I've ever done in my entire life. I'm not going to go into all of the notes because I have a lot of them on there and, like, timestamps and stuff. But it was phenomenal. The footsteps on the song uh, "Run" on the run yep. matched up perfectly with Pistachio running down the steps. The saxophone solo in Us and Them makes the Jennifer inter- interview feel super sexual. Um, and then I put, dude, the fucking ninja scene with a a million ex or uh, question marks. So I'm thinking that synced up pretty good. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. Michael's uh, and a then, hater. Yeah, no, oh, it was really? phenomenal. I no, did it twice. I did it on Watch 16, and I also did it on Watch 19. Um, and then, or I'm sorry, Watch 15 and 19. Uh, 16, not many notes, just what did Devlin Bowman go to pr- even go to prison for? That's before I figured out my big theory. Um, so what answer that. And then I also realized that the cuteness eats sausages faster than Joey Chestnut. He absolutely yeah. wolfs those things down. <laughs> and that, yeah, wolfs them down. Um, watch 20 was an interesting one. That was watching on Discord with some coworkers. Uh, just two of them. And then uh, for that, during the Ness reveal, this was what really like interests me. My coworker said, can you imagine setting this up every time? Dude, Which, I've said that a million fucking times. Yeah, that was a little interesting. I never thought about that. During the what review? And then... The, the Nest uh, reveal with the dur- Rube Goldberg thing? The Nest. With the, oh, yeah. the candle and all that? Yeah. And then also, where did Pistachio get the bloody nose from when he was tussling with Trent? Because Trent didn't go anywhere near his face. Uh, obviously... He had too much energy to go into uh, room and it made him... He, he got all hot and bothered from Trent touching him like that. <laughs> I guess And he got so. a bloody nose out of it. <laughs> I, like an anime, so. <laughs> like an anime guy. Apparently. Um, and then 21, 22, not much. Watch 23, I synced it up with Metallica's load. Um, <laughs> the worst viewing I had. The absolute worst viewing. And this is what kind of like... Gave me that mental health block. Um, I hated this terribly, absolutely terribly. And I had like a lot going on at work and like at home and stuff too, which wasn't helping. And this just gave me a block where I didn't even want to look at the movie um, at all. But I did. Um, I will say the, the the album does not sink whatsoever. It's terrible. No, it's not a very good album yeah, no, it's bad. It's a bad album. The album sucks. I mean, um, it's far as from an Italian, their worst. the various. Alright, we're not far, talking about Yeah, Metallica. I would say far from their worst. <laughs> what? What, Michael? You don't like <laughs> Ain't My Bitch? You don't like 2 by 4 King Listen, nothing? the only good Metallica yeah. song is My King Life nothing? Style Determines My Dead Style. <laughs> That's the best Metallica song. That's a good one. No, it's I not. I think it's they stole those lyrics from. Uh, <laughs> I think they stole those lyrics from Megadeth. Same that could be a Megadeth lyric. It's All right, whatever. Best continue. album. Uh, no, please, please. Um, as an Italian, as an Italian, the various vegetables and bottles of oil felt racist to me. Very racist. I was right? uncomfortable about you. that. Yeah, I, that just felt super racist because every Italian aunt or grandma has those in their kitchen, and it just yeah. felt too much for me. It's That's a, not you. Um, it's representative. What do you mean yeah. racist? I don't know. I it mean, just, it yeah, felt like, uncomfortable. Dana Carvey isn't Italian. Look, as a Frenchman, clearly no. I know about representation here. 
Huh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, pistachio is an Italian version of George Bush. Um, Fair. Then my n- yeah my next bunch of my next bunch of views are just like me blankly staring at the screen. No I notes, zero notes. Yeah. But I did track all of my views. Um, now th- I do have another theory. I'll I'll talk about my my last note I have here. Could Bo Derek possibly be a nod to Chris Farley? Because Bo Derek played the stepmother in um, Tommy Boy, and she started off as a nice lady, but was disguised, and she ended up being a total bitch. Um, <laughs> so I thought that could have been a nod. Um, but then here's my theory as to the this. We're gonna get intelligent here as to the actual meaning of the movie. Um, I believe this movie is one giant metaphor for the conflict between the two parties of the government. And I'm going to give you proof. Okay. Um, Let's think back to 2002. Let's talk about politics for a second. In 2002, our president was George W. Bush, who was a Republican. Um, The House was controlled by the Republicans as well as the Senate. And they had been uh, held by the Republicans for six consecutive years. So the Republicans were kind of viewed as like the good guys in that time. Now let's talk a little bit about color. The disguises and everybody working for them are usually seen with red being the good guys. Bowman and all of his people are all seen in blue. Okay. Now Bowman trying to steal rare artifacts. This is symbolizing the Republicans believing the Democrats are trying to get rid of American tradition traditions or stealing their traditions. Um, He does steal the Constitution and Liberty Bell. He steals the Constitution. Exactly. That's where I'm going. So then I also think original and a Betsy Ross original. Um, I think Jennifer is, uh, the general population because she's always seen in purple with a mixture of other colors, uh, indicating the different sociological labels. Uh, Barney wears red because he symbolizes the young Republicans stumbling through life and pistachio is the current gen Republicans that are trying to so guide them. So do you think them. this movie is, do you think this movie is a Republican, like? It's pro-Republican. Like, Pro-Republican, okay. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, the grandpa wears green and purple symbolizing money and loyalty. He represents a 1% or like the Rothschilds and the Illuminati, if you will. Um, that's why he has all of the Illuminati symbols all over the place. And then Trent's a dick and he's always in a tight blue sweater. So he's viewed as a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now during the bar fight scene, that's, that's symbolization of the two parties fighting because pistachio is wearing a red jacket and Trent's wearing that blue sweater. Tight blue Um, sweater. And then tight blue sweater in the same scene, the Tush Queen is wearing both red and blue, symbolizing that she is uh, somebody who switches to whoever's more popular. Um, in the very end, Bowman is wearing a shirt with green leaves, symbolizing money and that he made it, uh, and, but he actually didn't. And then just to kind of recap, uh, the grandpa, who is the Illuminati, is helping Pistachio, the Republicans, to get his mama and papa, the morals and values, back from Devlin Bowman, the Democrats. Wow, Jesus! This uh, Christ, this makes too much sense. Up. Honestly, that actually it makes so much sense that like it's wrong. Weird... It's uh, it's not but, wrong. I'm telling you. I mean, that actually kind of kind of can work. I'm telling you. Mm. I thought a lot about this. <laughs> well, the problem is you thought a lot about it, but did the filmmakers? <laughs> I that's Does what I'm matter? saying. I 
I think this movie uh, is actually you know, artist more intent. In- yeah, artist intent is extremely overrated. We have yeah. established that. Yeah. I think it's more intellectual than we're actually giving it credit for. This movie is disguising itself as a dumb, dumb comedy oh, right. to be uh, right-wing propaganda. No. Don't yep, use disguising why. itself. Don't make dumb, like, master of disguise puns. Chris, do you have anything else uh, that you want uh, to do over it? The last thing I have is I uh, created a plot for a Master of Disguise sequel. Ooh, and if ooh, you guys ooh, would like yes, to hear give that. It to us. Yeah. Quickly, yeah. Quick. Okay, quickly, I'll give you that. Um, it's called Master of Disguise Disguise Another Day. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a James Bond movie. I like it. It is. Because it's a ripoff of uh, um, all the Austin awesome Powers movies who are ripoffs of James Bond movies. So yeah. that's where I was going with that. <laughs> Fair. Um, so okay, real yeah. quick, just to go through it, we open the movie fading into a far shot of a cemetery. A small group of 15 to 20 people surrounded a grave with a, while a priest throws dirt onto a casket. The lighting of the entire movie is very dim and the mood is very somber. So it's a drama. It's not a comedy. Um, we show Pistachio, his mother, Jennifer, and Barney Baker, who is now in his early 20s, standing in, in the front row. Everybody starts to leave, and Pistachio's mother wraps her arm around Pistachio and says, It's been so hard since your father disappeared, and now that your grandfather is gone, I don't know what to do. I'm going to, to lose do. the I restaurant. Don't know what to do. Yeah. So Pistachio reassures his mother, helps her into the car, he closes the door and walks away, and he immediately makes a call. He then whispers into the phone, Do it now, hangs up, and gets in the car. Jennifer asks who that was, and he, he says nothing and proceeds to drive off. So they have a long drive home, and uh, Pistachio or they Jennifer notices that a black SUV is following behind them. So Pistachio gets frantic, tries to lose them, but they get around, create a roadblock, and four men get out in cherry pie man masks Ooh. and rip Pistachio from the car. They then throw him in the SUV and drive off. Huh. So then when they get home, police are there, but they're not helping. Then yeah. while an officer was questioning the mid-twenties Barney Baker, he rips his mask off and reveals that he's Fabrizio Disguise coming oh. out of hiding. Wait, they wait, wait, wait. Out- Barney Baker oh. is Fabrizio or the cop is? No, the cop is Fabrizio. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. okay. okay. Yeah, all right. So then they find out that Pistachio pulled off an elaborate heist on a distant relative who went to the dark side of Energico, and they kidnapped Pistachio, and they were torturing him to get information on how to find the disguise treasure. So Fabrizio then helps Barney become a master of disguise and find Pistachio. Barney and his new assistant find the evil lair with no help from Fabrizio, and Pistachio is under a spell to make him believe that he is actually the evil relative, and he's going to kill Barney Baker and Fabrizio. So this is like a soft reboot. This is like it's the a soft away. reboot. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. Like okay, yep. I'm, 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 I'm digging this. It's pretty good. Yep. So then Barney uses his energico power to snap Pistachio out of it by falling on a skateboard like when he was a kid. Pistachio Whoa. remembers brave Barney Baker, and him, Barney, and Fabrizio kill the evil relative by throwing him in a vat of acid while Barney is dressed as Joe Biden. Roll credits. Holy I like the pol- how it got political at the end there. That was good. Well, I figured um, because he was dressed as George Bush, he might as well dress as the current no, president. No, no, I like it. But um, so this isn't even really a statement about your wonderful pitch because I do love it. Um, I just realized that this movie never did the double mask thing. That would have that could have been an easy gag where someone pulls yeah, off a mask and it's like, oh, it's you. And then they pull off another mask. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what is an easy gag that this could have pulled do off? Do that? No. Doesn't Scooby-Doo yeah, do. the movie do that? Yeah. Yeah. And huh. it would have been better. 
Huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that's a, that'd be a funny gag. Chris, so thank that's you. All I have. Um, Absolutely. Thank you. That was awful. That was uh, awesome. Not awful. <laughs> <laughs> Michael had a Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm sending you guys a picture right now. I'm texting it to you all. Uh, my only real note is uh, over the uh, last weekend, maybe, I, I went to a uh, like novelty candy shop. Yeah. And um, I saw a box of mints on it that said Quince Orca Mints Shark Charter. Um, and yeah. I went, oh, that's cool. <laughs> they have a reference to the Master of Disguise here. Um, not realizing <laughs> that it was obviously a reference to Jaws. And, um, Wait, he's in I just want to say that that's about where my mental health is with this movie. So That <laughs> is, uh, that's really bad. Uh, I bought it and it was seven fifty. just so you guys know. That's good. I'm glad that you've invested in this uh, podcast. Um, that is really yeah, bad. Yeah, it's, though, uh, oh, and also, uh, this movie is like a memory to me now. It's not every time I watch it. It's like I'm looking through an old photo album. That's what it feels. Like. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, that, but yeah, that's all that's you like, have. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've reached a peak with this movie. I don't. There's nothing else for me to say. Like, I, I'm not going to reach any more revelations. Like, maybe I'll come up with new theories, but it's just going to be because I'm trying to come up with new theories. It's not going to be organic. It's going to be like I need to come up with a new theory. Let me think of one. It's not. This movie's done for me. I've tapped it. The keg's done. I think that there, 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 there's more bottoms of the barrels for you to scrape. <laughs> I've oh been scraping God. for a while. I think you. <laughs> I, there's dark. a whole other barrel, buddy. We'll see. Maybe next month. Uh, yeah, I think you got this. Whatever. So I'll, I'll finish this out then. Um, like I said, I didn't prepare much for this. I took my notes throughout the month, obviously, but um, I, I watched it seven times, which is six or seven has been about my average the last couple months. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm not upset with the movie. I'm not liking the movie. It is just part of me now. And that's just what it is. So, but so in order to feel something, I tried something out. I um, on my third viewing of the month. So I, I think I mentioned uh during like the Allen podcast or something that I got an exercise bike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I decided that I was going to uh, you know, like watch the entirety of the Master Disguise while biking. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it sucked. It is awful. I was going ham on it too. I want you. Like, I was sweating up a fucking storm. Um, I, 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 in the entirety of the movie, I ended up doing uh, a little bit over twelve miles. Damn. On the exercise bike, wow, which nice. I do not know if that is good or bad for the time. No idea. No idea. <laughs> but I took no breaks. I slowed down a, a couple times throughout the movie, but I took no breaks. And it uh, it sucked. It was a it was an endurance match. It sucked ass. I hated it. Um, like the ne- like literally for like two days after that, I was sore as fuck. Like my legs were like like hard to use. They were wobbly. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't a good time. So I want I want to uh, put that up there as uh, I- I'd say this was my worst watch. That's fair. That's fair. This year, I don't know the the standing on one foot one was really bad, but this is probably yeah. worse. 
Um, I don't know if any of you guys saw, but uh, Jimmy Kimmel had a whole week of guest hosts this last month, and one of them was Dana Carvey. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh. How was he? Dana Carvey goes uh, goes a guest host for Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Kimmel, and he was okay. He was fine, I guess. He was better than he was like back, like twenty years ago. But it was a very like bizarre guest that he had to interview. It was Dana Carvey interviewing Quentin Tarantino for like a fifteen minute <laughs> yeah. interview. That's awesome. It was bizarre. Like, weird, like, combination of people. Yeah, like, that doesn't really sound like it would sync up at all. It's on YouTube. I, I suggest you watch it. I honestly, like, was into it. Like, Quentin Tarantino is a crazy weirdo, and so is Dana Carvey. And they're, like, talking about how, like, Quentin is, like, directing his son on how zombies are supposed to act. It just sounds like a, it sounds like a wonderful good time. Um, yeah. I don't know, I realized, so, like, obviously we could have done this a very, very long time ago, but do you guys think that if you had to, like, gun pointed at your head, if you could recap this movie scene by scene in order? Like, what I have to... You don't have have to to do dialogue by dialogue, you just have to do scene by scene. So the only thing I might mess up is where the um, exact moment it cuts to the, um, like, stealing of the certain pieces... That's the only thing I might mess up. Because, like, I don't think I can do it. I, I I think I might be able to. Because, like, as I'm watching the movie, I'm kind of, like, mouthing all the dialogue and everything as I'm going along. Also because it's do you just think we could easy. collectively do it? I think as yes. a group we could. And maybe that's something to try out next episode or something if, if like, when we have more time. But, like, I, like, I think as a group we could do it. But I, but huh. you're right, Michael. Those parts where it cuts to Bowman, those cut in Every very time. randomly and without yeah. any sort of sense. So I still get surprised by it sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know if we could. I as think we would fail. We could do it. Yeah. I think um, as a group, we could definitely pull it off easily. I think Pistachio is shortchanging himself when he can't when he says he can't build a spaceship to fly to Pluto. I think he could. Yeah. Uh, sure. No, yeah, I think he could. I, I genuinely sure. think he could. I think. Uh, he could. I, I, I think Pistachio is just uh, being being a little bit of a a, a little stinky hater on himself, and I I think I think you should aim aim for the moon because if you miss, uh, you'll end up in the stars. Oh. I mean, okay, no, but oh. But, but no, that's a great quote. That's you can you can quote that. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you could. Pat. You have my permission to quote that. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do it. No, you. I mean, I, it's okay. Like, I won't be upset if you quote it. And, and all you have to do is just, like, make sure you credit me. I mean, who yeah, are no, you? I'm, we're not going to do that, though. No, 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 Mike, it's okay. I'm telling you you're allowed. All right. I, yeah, but what, what if, like, I, I didn't this. want to, though? <laughs> this is the first podcast that talking about this movie just put me in a bad mood. <laughs> we did it we did it we hit it it's been That's a it, while <laughs> we finally got him there like usually i feel like some sorts of like all right that was fun this has not been a fun time for me I'm gonna be completely honest. <laughs> i had a blast dude i, I, I am loving myself. these extended theories like the whole Thank like you. the whole politics one actually chris, chris, i don't I want, want you to think chris listen i don't want you to think it's you because it's not you i no, i get my, it I, I, i'm done with this movie it's tapped it's tapped. No, uh, Michael, uh, again, back to episode two. I think you're just being a hater. 
Honestly. I think I'm just half. Liam was right. <laughs> Look, like, I understand. I understand. Yeah. When you guys get to watch 90, though, fucking talk. Because... I'm tapped. Yeah, we'll see nothing when you're watch 90. Yeah, I don't think Dave's going to get to watch 90, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. At look, Dave's got, rate, uh, he'll be lucky to hit fucking 60. I got it's a plan over. in the works, but... No, you don't. Listen, yeah, don't I do. do that. Yeah, I do. You don't. Just saying, I got, uh, I got some stuff uh, coming. Yeah, through, yeah, Dave's going to do three hell months in a row and beat you, buddy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, fucking right. It's going to happen. This movie's over. This movie's done. There's nothing yeah. else to talk about. It's over. We did it. Yeah, it's it's going to be over when I win this We've mastered the Master of Disguise. No, we haven't. We're not done yet. We still have several months. Yeah, and you know <laughs> what, listeners? If you're listening to this, don't listen to the other episodes that are going to suck, okay? What? No. That... What? We're done. We have fun guests lined up. Yeah, we have fun guests lined up, but this movie's done, okay? There's you're nothing I think... to say. I think I think I think you're underestimating our ability to do things. I think this is Look, just a I'm sad I'm still going to fucking watch. No, I'm still going to fucking watch. I'm still going to come up with stupid theories and everything. But the movie's done. It's over. Okay? It isn't. That's I mean, it's you're over. like it's like the ending after the credits was like, "What are you doing here? Go away. The movie's over." Yeah, it, the movie's over. But guess what? Okay. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> the slapping dummy man hasn't whispered yet that he's sad. <laughs> all right, all right. You that's, that's what these last few episodes are gonna be. I'm sad. Us being sad. I'm sad. You. I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's gonna come back. The movie's not over yet, and it's gonna be like, okay, bye bye, bye bye. And then when we think it's over, we're gonna get a shot of the cuteness saying, "No more dog food. <laughs> no more dog." So, I'm just saying, this movie's not done yet, buddy boy. Yeah, just because no, the credits have rolled doesn't mean it's over. Yeah. You got I, those uh, Marvel after-credit scenes. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. You are. I hope I am. You, but, uh, you absolutely are wrong. I think you're being way too pessimistic about this. It's hard to be positive right now, okay? But, honestly, <laughs> um... That's it for me. I'm done with this episode, yeah. and that's a this is a shorter episode than normal for us. So maybe, 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 maybe like we are done. We're not done, but we're definitely ramping down a little bit. We're kind of like I, I don't think we're ramping down. I think we're more like in the refinement process. We've got like a lot of notes. Like Chris brought a lot to the table with this podcast. I feel like. And, yes, uh, and, and Chris, we appreciate you. Thank you. Honestly, taking yeah. what taking what you gave us. I'm I'm gonna be growing from here. Like Look, next month, it's okay. gonna be interesting. Just saying. Listen, Dave, heard... you have not provided lore in like a minute. Okay, yeah, Dave, like yeah, it's coming. Know. I'm just saying. I yeah, Dave's not the lore master anymore, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah I Winer, feel, okay. I've had. I don't want to get into it, obviously, but like I've had a very tough year, I would say, and like still, after all the horrible things that have happened to me this year, I think this movie's the worst thing. <laughs> that is, like, obviously we're not gonna get into the personal details of it but that's a big statement considering the things you've been through this year so you know it's just i i, I this movie has ruined this year <laughs> and, and honestly i'm considering backing out for next year right now i'm at a low point okay okay we have always said that we will make that decision in december so we are yeah. not, we are not 
Like, we're, we're, we're not going to do this bullshit. We're like, I'm backing out. Not yet. I'm not saying I am. But listen, it's just been You're preemptively uh, like thinking about it, though. I don't trust myself. I don't. I don't trust myself to not make it a competition next year. That's what I'm worried about. No, that's the thing. You need to improve yourself to not make it a competition. Once a week, if we do it next year, we are not competing. It's going to be tough for me not to make it a competition. That this is that's on you because I am not competing next year. year. If we do this next year, I'm not competing. I'm not doing extra bullshit, Dave. I mean, I would highly consider it, maybe. Okay, all right, we'll talk about it. Possibly. We'll talk about it. It We'll we'll see. We'll see. Again, we're not committing to next year yet. We don't even know a movie yet, but we... I mean, mean, you're you're complaining about, like, oh, the number of watches. You're in, like, third place, bud. Like, catch the fuck up. Ah, Oh, my God. Anyway, okay. This is it. This is the end of the episode. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for being here. Seriously, thank no, you Chris. guys. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Good. good Chris, heart, is there anything you would like more. to promote before we go? Um. Yeah. Absolutely. At first, I just want to thank you guys for letting me be on here. Um. I'll be sending all of your uh, all all of my uh, um therapy bills to you guys because uh, yeah, I'm gonna need yeah. it after this month. Listen, you wouldn't be the first. You wouldn't. Be <laughs> yeah. The first. I'm I'm very excited to not watch this movie for a very long time, um, but I did want to plug some stuff. Uh, yeah. I stream on Twitch, um, so that's uh, Twitch.tv slash Big Amish Six Nine. Uh, no spaces. Pretty funny name. Um, and then you can find me on Spotify. I make dumb music. I mean, my uh, client makes dumb music. Uh, under yeah. the name Big Amish. Yeah. Um, nice. Different, yeah. Good say different good. person. Yeah. But yeah. thank you guys again for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um, Honestly, like nice hearty lore we picked up this episode. Real. Uh, it was good enriched. shit. I feel enriched. There was good things. We got heat. to talk about Metallica for a second. That made me I happy. Feel, I, feel <laughs> sad. Same. I just feel sad. I don't. Yeah. It's okay, Mike. We all love you. Eh. Mwah, right. mwah, mwah, mwah. See everyone next time. Alright, bye everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Alright, all you turtles and turtets. That's the show. Have yourself a wonderful evening. Bye bye.